You just heard Alice Cooper's song entitled Teenage Frankenstein off of the album Conductor. Now, this is not actually the actual theme song, just to let everybody know. This is just me testing out a few things for my Main Met Talk podcast because since I cannot put any sort of music of any kind throughout my Anchor or Anchor Amp, or better yet, any song that I try to put on my Anchor Amp to put on the Spotify for the Spotify to show up, for it not to show up, I figured, screw it, I'll go ahead and do what I have to do in order to get this podcast out of the way. So, with that being said, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Main Event Talk happening right here on the Anchor Amp and any podcast that you're listening to right now, whether it's Spotify, whether it's Pandora, whether it's anything you're listening to right now. I am the Main Event Player, the Super C, the God Among Gods, the King Among Kings, the coolest son of a motherfucking bitch, walking God's green earth. And believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, despite the fact that today is Thursday... I've decided, and I kept thinking about this all day long, I thought, you know what, I was going to previously go ahead and put out my main event talk on Saturday, but since we're getting close to Friday, and since it's going to be the 13th, I figured, screw it, I'm going to go ahead and put out my podcast for this one time only, and put it out. On Friday the 13th, yes, ladies and gentlemen, this podcast, even though it's being shown right now, I'm I'm doing this right around, uh, let's see if I can look at the time here correctly, it's right around 9.49 at night, I wanted to go ahead, you're hearing this right around 7 o'clock. So everyone's getting an opportunity to listen to the main event talk right now on Friday the 13th. And you know what this means, ladies and gentlemen. Friday the 13th. And it's one of those times where it's like, oh my God, Friday the 13th is coming. Does this mean that we're going to have to come into work wearing Jason mask all over the place? Oh my God, that's crazy. And you know something, Friday the 13th, one of my favorite horror movies of all time. Uh, I, I, and I'm, and I'm not going to get this out of the way because I know there's some, there's some people that are probably wondering my thoughts on how I feel about certain horror movies that come out and everything and certain particular movies that I feel that are badass, that are great and everything. To me, Friday the 13th is so badass and I had a big shout out, big, big shout out to a couple of people who are big Jason fans, especially one I know quite well. His name is Steve Scuba. I call him Bray Wyatt. Some people call him Superman. I call him Bray Wyatt because he looks like Bray Wyatt. <laughs> he just looks like it every day. He's a huge uh, Friday, the, uh, Friday the 13th fan. He's a huge Jason fan. I've seen him um, put out some uh, several... Uh, mask, and he's put out some videos of himself, I guess, doing the whole Friday the 13th thing, so that's also a a tremendous thing for him. Big shout out to another person who probably has has no idea that she is about to be discovered right here on my Main Event Talk podcast, but I feel need to go ahead and let let her know what's going on anyway. Big shout out to Hope Garcia. Happy Friday the 13th to you, because I know how much you love Friday the 13th you know, I know you've seen, you've seen the, there's a, uh, I think, I saw a pic 
She had a pick of, uh, I don't know if it was a Jason doll or a Michael Myers doll. I think it was a Jason doll. I could be wrong. And I'm like, oh, man, that's badass. That's sweet and everything. So, Friday the 13th to me, I love the movies. I love the old school ones. I love part one. I've seen part one. I've seen part two. Part three. Uh, I've seen part four. Um, part five was the new beginning one. Uh, Jason Lives. That one is one of my all-time favorite ones. For that one reason. Now, if you... Anybody that knows this correctly, if you heard the intro on my Main Event Song podcast just a few moments ago, Alice Cooper did do that song all for the soundtrack of the Friday the 13th. Uh, Jason Lives, part six. There's also another song that he did entitled, uh, I believe it was called... Uh, he's the man behind the mask. Uh, that's also another song I'll probably find off of, uh, the CD if I get the opportunity. So, happy Friday the 13th. Uh, part 6 was good, by the way. And, uh, part 7. Part 7 was a very interesting ordeal because it had a lot to do with a woman who, who had, uh, uh, what what telekinesis or something like that? A uh, teleportation, uh, something where you you use your mind to move things, and you know, and of course, one of my all time favorites. Uh, this one was definitely one of my all time favorites, and I know that Steve Scuba should know this because, despite the fact that he's over New York City right now, Jason takes Manhattan. That that one is a pretty cool deal itself, you know. And uh, then of course was. Uh, I think the one after that was uh, Jason Goes to Hell, the final Friday, which I, uh, you know, I've seen that one, and uh, I kind of looked at it as, I didn't really see it as the final Friday, but in a way, it kind of, you know, it had to be the final Friday one way or another, you know, just to let let it down easy. Then, then of course, there's the whole thing with uh, Jason X. I, I've seen that one. I haven't seen all of it, but I like to see that movie. Uh, on it, of course. There's the ever famous Jason versus Freddy, which is um, a very iconic movie. Uh, well, it's not an iconic movie. I know some people have their have their uh, opinions about it. I have mine as well. I, I think it's a good movie. Uh, although I'm waiting for the long anticipated triple threat match. You know the triple threat matchup. Everyone talks about Jason versus Freddy. How about Jason versus Freddy versus Michael Myers? How about that triple threat match? That would be something the WWE wouldn't wouldn't mind booking if they had the I tell you what, why don't you put those three against The Undertaker, Kane, and the Fiend? I want that and, and put it on hell in a cell. Put it on hell in a cell. That would be something badass to watch. Because you got three slashers against, you know, a future a future slasher in the fiend. A horror, a horror figure in Kane, and then of course the all-time favorite, The Undertaker. That would be something badass to watch, and everything else like that. So happy Friday the Thirteenth to everybody! Happy Friday the Thirteenth to Hope Garcia! Happy Friday the Thirteenth to Steve Scuba, aka Bray Wyatt! Happy Friday the Thirteenth to everyone that's listening to the Main Event Talk podcast happening right now. We've got a lot we need to talk about, and the Main Event's got this little list right here in my hands. We well, obviously we're talking about Friday the Thirteenth. We got to talk about the Popeyes incident. The Popeyes incident. Yes, we do. We also have to talk about 
Someone is retiring from Richard's Billiards, and the main event is not exactly too happy about that. Plus, more stupid things that have happened on the internet world thanks to, oh yeah, you guessed it, Facebook. And, of course, we're going to talk a lot about what's going on in professional wrestling, including... Access TV is now going to be the new home of Impact Wrestling. 205 Live will no longer be around, and it will be a part of NXT. And also, we're closer and closer to NXT going live on September on September 18th, coming up on the USA Network. That's going to be something. KO is fired from SmackDown, but could he be coming back to NXT? Holy crap. Then, of course, uh, my opinions on The Fiend going after the Universal Championship. Whether it's Seth Rollins or whether it's Braun Strowman, do I feel the match should happen? We'll find out about that. And then, of course, we're going to go down the list of all the matches that are going to take place at Clash of Champions coming up this Sunday, live as it happens, only on the WWE Network. And holy crap, I, I was writing this list down. I kept thinking about what I, want, what I was going to talk about today. So it's... Um, you know, I was writing it down. I was looking through everything that was going on and stuff. You know, man... So before I go ahead and uh, do what I got to do on this Main Event Talk podcast, I want to go ahead and give a big shout out to our good friends Knife Party, who uh, did a tremendous job over at the at Theo's Billiards, at Richard's Billiards this past Saturday night. I was there. I did an entire podcast on the whole thing, including big big shout out to Ben Tones and everything else like that. Uh, I love the event. It was so badass. If you did not get a chance to see it, you should have been there when you had a good good opportunity. I got to say something. Uh, I got to say something on this uh, podcast right here. And I got to get this out because, you know, I, I, uh, I, I don't know what happened as far as uh, there was one thing that I wanted to mention on this podcast I wanted to talk about the Corpus Creepies I I wanted to uh, talk about them because as you know they were supposed to be a part of the show Uh, there was no um, explanation as to why they didn't show up they didn't really give out a full report on their Facebook and they never really gave any sort of uh, explanation as to why they didn't show up so here's the thing. I got nothing against the group uh, or anything else like that. I've never really heard about them that much. I just heard them through um, through uh, the event. Now, the thing is, there's always been bands that have always wanted to perform and show up live, whether it's over at the House of Rock, whether it's over at Theo's, or or over or, or any place that a band's going to be playing. If you're going to not show up, couple things. Number one. Let everybody know about what's going on. Number two, you know, you got a Facebook, you got a Twitter, you got an Instagram. Put it out. Let everybody know about what the hell's going on. And number three, you know, uh, you know, don't leave yourself out in the dark because number one, you lose, you lose a lot of followers like this. And number two, you lose a lot of likes. And number three, and this is just me saying this. Were you guys even any good in the first place? Now, I know that kind of sounds a little bit insulting, but at the same time, you kind of insulted everyone by, you know, you know, we're seeing Knife Party being displayed, and we're seeing the Corpus Creepies, and we're thinking they're going to show up. We're thinking, okay, what's so good about this band, everything else like that, because that's how it goes. I mean, I'm not saying that this band sucks, but I am saying that this band... If they're going to show up, show up. But if you can't, then put out something on Facebook. Let us know what's going on. If not, 
then what's the point? You know, what, what, what is the whole point of you guys even showing up here anyway? Now, I know I'm probably going to get a lot of heat for this, but then again, I've gotten a lot of heat from people who are either no talented or don't have a clue about how to be musicians. And, and, and I've been through this before. I mean, just ask Antoine, just ask Hector, just ask John Luna, the best drummer on the planet. They know what I'm talking about. Let's just say uh, some people have been saying that I am responsible for what happened to Mythmaker. No, I had nothing to do with anything that happened to Mythmaker. It's the fact that you had a badass trio, you had a badass band that was being put together, and apparently I... I sparked up a conversation where I didn't mention the other members on the group and everything. Here's the thing. If I don't know you, I apologize. But if but if all of a sudden, if I'm hearing that you're talking a lot of shit about me and everything else like that, I'm going to retaliate. But then again, it's like, you know what? The, the inner, the inner uh, main event in me tells me, you know what? There's no need to even mention about what they are because as far as I'm concerned and as far as everyone on my podcast goes, they're nothing. They're zeros. They're has-beens. They ain't nothing. Simple as that. It's that they don't want to do the work and they just feel that they want to come in just because they want to. Here's the thing, guys. In this industry, whether it's music, whether it's wrestling, whether it's anything you do, you have to put the work in. You have to put the effort. You have to do something to make yourself a part of the team. Now, trust me. Trust me when I tell you. Hector knows this. Antoine knows this. Everybody that's been in a band knows how this shit goes. Now, to the Corpus Creepies, like I said, I don't have anything against you guys. But it's just that if you guys are advertised, you have to at least show up. But if you don't show up, at least just put something out on Facebook. So that way we can all understand. And say, cool, we forgive you, and we, you know, we'll maybe hear you guys again another time, okay? And and like I said, I mean, I, it just kind of bothered me a little bit because we got Knife Party, you know, displaying. They did a tremendous show. They did a tremendous job, a great job over at uh, Richard's Billiards this past Saturday. And uh, it just kind of crazy that they didn't show up, but... Whatever they do, if they if they hear this, it's fine. If they don't hear this, I don't care. The bottom line is they need to let us know why they didn't show up. That's it. And speaking of Knife Party, as you guys know, over in Austin, Texas, if you guys are over there, especially over at the Dirty Dog Bar this coming Saturday night, Knife Party is going to be performing over there this coming Saturday night. If you guys have an opportunity, go ahead and go check them out. Uh, I believe they're going to be with... Um, if I read the list correctly, there's another tribute band uh, that's going to be over there. I think a Tool tribute band? I think that's what it is. I could be wrong. But nonetheless, check out Knife Party when you can over at the Dirty Dog Bar over in Austin, Texas this coming Saturday night. Uh, big shout out to um, Hector, the best, uh, greatest vocalist of all time, greatest musician of all time, to the best drummer on the planet, John Luna. To uh, one of the guitar players, a good friend of ours, Matt Wood. And also to the bassist, Frank Slabby. And I gotta say this because I can. I, If there was a duplication of Roman Ramos, he'd be the guy. I swear to God. I just want to, I just, this is just me talking. I want to see Roman and I want to see Frank have a beer, take a shot, and then jam out somehow. That would be badass to watch. <laughs> but big shout, not, shout out to Night Party and everything else like that. Drink a little Coke here. Now, we got to talk 
we got to get some stuff out of the way here. Now, if I can look through my list here, if you don't mind, we've already covered the knife party deal over in Austin, Texas. And oh, we oh, we've got to talk about this. Now, you guys have probably seen it on Facebook. You probably have seen it. Uh, pretty much everyone on Facebook has probably seen the incident. The incident that took place over in, and I remember this quite well, over in Weber and Galahar. You know what happened. Oh, yeah, you know what happened. It happened right, right around Tuesday. Uh, I believe it was somewhere between 9 o'clock in the morning to 10 o'clock in the morning. Over in front of Popeye's, the incident that took place over there. You know something? You know, I got nothing against the police. I got nothing against the police at all. Uh, everyone wants to say fuck the police and everything else like that, but they say it because they can and they want to. Now, I personally do not have anything against the cops, although I find, I know, I know it's so funny that people want to get behind the boys in blue, and I can understand that. You can get behind the police, you can get behind them however you want to, but sometimes it's so funny when people get behind the police, but when something like this takes place, you question it right away. Okay? Now, I, I did not, I was actually, I was not around the area, but we were actually going to try and, uh, I was working um, over here that morning, and we were going we to go, we drive down Weber, but we took a different path. Right around that time, um, somebody posted a video right over on the section, uh, like, here's the Popeyes right here in the corner, right? Because I, I know that, I know that section quite well. There's the Popeyes, there's the cops. An incident took place. It was spread out all over the news. It was spread out all over Facebook and Twitter and everything. Somebody had displayed the video. The video was this guy. Uh, I'm not sure exactly the full details, but I saw the video where the guy comes in with a, with a lead pipe. Looks like he was going after the cop, and the cop went ahead and shot him. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck is this? And the first thing I said immediately is, oh my god, this is going to go viral and everyone's going to be talking the living shit out of this fucking issue. And sure enough, it shows up on my Facebook, it shows up on everybody else's Facebook, it shows up on Twitter, it shows up on YouTube, it shows up all over the fucking place, even on Channel 3, Channel 10, Channel 6 News. My god, I mean, you know... This is the thing. I like, like I said before, I got nothing against the police. I don't. I don't think anybody should have anything against the police. Some people can call it self-defense. I call it stupidity with a fucking badge, okay? Here's the thing. While I, I, like I said, I don't have anything against the police, but sometimes I often wonder... Who do we put the badge around? Do we put it around the cops that know what law and order means? Or do we put the badges on a couple of stupid... And, and You know what, fuck it, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Do we put our fucking badges on a couple of stupid fucking cops that have been around this fucking deal for a while and decide they're going to go ahead and shoot because they can Really? I mean, the guy was holding on to a lead fucking pipe. You got a nightstick. You could have at least used that. Put the guy down. Do something. Don't go ahead to shoot the guy. Unless you tell him to go ahead and say, Hey, you either put that lead pipe down or else shoot. I mean, it, it's just... We see a lot of stupid things. Not Well, not just here in Corpus, but pretty much everywhere all over the world. 
pretty much everywhere all over the world. Now, here's the thing. Do we really want to get behind this? I mean, do we want to? I mean, I, I'm still trying to figure out in my head, okay, whose fault is it really? Is it the fact that the cop did this on self-defense? Or is it the, is the fact that the cop was wrong for what he did and he could have tried a different maneuver? I'm going to go with what I just said just now. He should have tried a different maneuver. He shouldn't have not just gone ahead and just decided, fuck, I'm going to shoot this guy. This ain't fucking Grand Theft Auto. The hell's the matter with you? My God. And th this guy, what, what, he has 12 years in the service and everything else like that? Now, I didn't read the whole thing about, you know, if, uh, if he's been suspended or if he's been fired or he's been put to pasture. Personally, to me, if this was his first time doing it, and let me just say this because I think it's true. I think, in my opinion, if this is his first time doing it, give him a second chance. Give him 30 days suspension without pay. Just do that. Do the, do the right thing. Have him just serve 30 days with no pay, and then he can get back on the force. Now, others will say, nah, fuck that. He should be fired for what the fuck he did. You know? And... I could understand him getting fired if this was a first time or second time or third time cause. I can understand that. But for this to happen, I mean, this because I live over here on uh, Castorus and Galahar. I live right around that area. The Popeyes that's right down the road is probably probably a mile, a mile and a half of where I live and everything else like that. Man, I mean, that video was is viral. I haven't, I haven't posted it on my main events on Facebook page, but I'll probably show it just to get an idea of what happened. But, man, I got to tell you, I mean, if you're behind the police, that's fine. Okay, that's cool. But something like this is absolutely ridiculous, and it's uncalled for. And I don't think, I don't think the police should even, you know, dismiss this. I think they need to really consider about why he did it. If he's a veteran on the force, he should know he should have not done that. Unless, unless he went ahead and said, drop or I'll shoot. But then again, we're, we're, we're taking the cops, we're not all, we're all against the police because of that incident. We don't even know if this other guy, the one with the lead pipe, is even right. We don't even know if this dude was on crack. We don't even know if this dude was high, if he was on heroin. I mean, he could have done something too. There could have been something that he had to make him do what he did. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I saw the video. I saw the video like everybody else did, you know. All I'm saying is, what happened to that guy should have not happened. There should have been a different way to approach it. But, in this case, it is what it is. There's really nothing we can do about it. We could just put it back on the list of many stupid things that have happened in Corpus Christi, Texas. I mean, trust me. There are a lot of stupid things that have happened here in Corpus Christi. Everything. This was just the, this is just the tip of the iceberg. There's a fucking long list of everything that has happened here in Corpus Christi, Texas. Some that are questionable. Some that are stupid. And some that you know are going to make headline news all over the place. But nonetheless, I was on, I was on my Facebook talking to a friend of mine, uh, Jeremy. Bru uh, not Bruce, uh, Busy Bone, if you will. Was talking about of all the things that could have happened over at Popeye's, this had to happen. And then, I think I responded back, this is my comment to him. My, uh, my response back was, there's a reason why I go to churches and not Popeye's. It's too ghetto. 
because, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a very serious incident. But at the same time, you couldn't help but laugh about it. Hell, everybody's laughing about this, you know. And whole, and the whole ridiculous. And I'm not talking about, well, I'm not talking about what has happened with the police officer. This whole thing with the Chick Fil A and the Popeyes and the chicken and everything else like that. Everyone's talking about. Well, they're not talking about it anymore. But you know. Everyone was talking about the whole Chick-fil-A and, and, and um, what's the other one? Chick-fil-A and Popeye's War. Did you see? I think it was um, either it was Robert Contour or Matt Wood that put out a, um, a, it was a, it was a video that I saw of a death metal band talking about Chick-fil-A and that Popeye's was better doing the whole death metal voice. <laughs> That, that kind of thing. I was like, holy shit. I saw it. I was like, I was like laughing my head off when I saw that shit. That was just absolutely ridiculous. But to close that out, I gotta say straight up, it's stupid. What what the officer did was wrong. And to me, I, I, I just think that uh, he, sh- he should have done a different approach to that whole situation. But like I said before, I mean, we don't know what the other guy was doing. I mean, yeah, he had a lead pipe in his hand, but what the fuck was that guy on? Was he on crack? Was he on heroin? Did he have too much weed? Did he, you know, smoke some kind of synthetic weed where he was thinking that he was He-Man and he was going to be able to beat the shit out of the cop with a fucking lead pipe? What do you think this is, WWE? Orale, relax, chill out. <coughs> right now we gotta give um we move from the Popeyes incident to Richard's Billiards. And I've gotta say this because I've gotta give a big shout out to one of my favorite bartenders of all time, Bruce Almighty. Now, if you haven't heard the story, if you haven't heard this, you can hear from the main event right here, right now. Okay, so I was at the show this past Saturday. Bruce Almighty was behind the bar, thank God, and it was good to see him over there and everything else like that. But it was just announced by my, but our good friend, Headbanger Incorporated's own Richard Nunez, or as I like to call him, Richard Graves, because he's been given that nickname from now on. Richard has informed the entire Facebook world that as of um, this week, Bruce is retiring from bartending. Now, I got to say this because, uh, first of all, I, 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 uh, much like the name, much like the, the fact that we went from Theo's to Richard's Billiards, I didn't like the name change, now all of a sudden Bruce is retiring. I'm not liking that either. And I'm just like, oh, come on. You've got to be kidding me. Bruce, is, Bruce Almighty has got a couple more years left on him, okay? He is one of the best bartenders going today. Lay's not retiring, okay? He's not Peyton Manning, all right? Bruce, if you're listening to this podcast, what's going on? How's it rolling? And all I can say straight up is, I, I, in, in my heart, it's like I don't want him to go, okay? It's like leaving. I mean, who is going to tag in Jeremy Ono? I mean, come on. Give me a break here. I mean, but other than that, um, the things that I'm hearing already that uh, Bruce has got himself a different job. Uh, I don't know when he's going to start that, but um, all I can say to Bruce on this Main Event Talk podcast is that... Um, you're a damn good bartender. I've known you for many, many years. Um, he's a very cool guy to be around. He looks almost like Monty Montana. 
Has has anyone? I remember one time. I think it was several years ago. C101's own Monty Montana was over at uh, Theo's Billiards at the time, and I looked at Richard, or I looked at Monty Montana, and then I looked at Bruce, and I was like, "Holy fucking shit! They could be fucking twins. Seriously, they look exactly alike." That's just my. That's just what I always see it. But anyways, to Bruce, I say thank you for all the memories and everything else like that. And I believe there's going to be a final uh, a final deal for Bruce on September 27th over at Richard's Billiards. And just to let you know, Bruce, the main event will be there for that. It's going to be on a Friday night and everything else like that. Uh, of course, on that same night, uh, if I read this correctly, uh, there's going to be a Ring of Honor uh, Ring of Honor pay-per-view event on September 27th. It's going to be Death Before Dishonor, and the main event cannot wait for that. So... Two tremendous events are going to take place. Death Before Dishonor and Bruce Almighty's final appearance at Richard's Billiards. And the main event, all I can say is, Bruce, we're going to miss you. We love you. And please, for the love of fucking God, just stay with Richard's Billiards for about another 200 years and then we'll be fine, okay? How 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 else am I gonna how how else and I and I told this to Roxanne a while but how else am I gonna get drunk with Homestar Runner if Bruce Almighty is not there? Give me a damn break! <laughs> oh my God, we gotta talk about this. Um, there's one thing we gotta talk about here. Um, we're gonna get into the wrestling in a moment. I saw something very very stupid on Facebook. Something stupid on Facebook? No fucking shit. <laughs> I mentioned this on a previous podcast about a bunch of stupid things you see on the internet. Okay, now, you know, we must have some really fucked up women, I swear to God, especially here in Corpus Christi, Texas, because, and I gotta, and I gotta say this because it's true, and if I offend any women, I apologize, but at the same time, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna sit here and lie to anybody on the Main Event Talk podcast. So, about a month ago, I put out this um, podcast episode where I was uh, talking about this girl I know. I'm not going to mention her name because, number one, I don't want to create publicity. And number two, I, I know who the person is. She's friends of mine. This is the person I'm talking to. It's the same person. And I just do not want to get into some argument that's going to lead me to the point where it's like, how could you say that? Why could you say that? And when it's all fucking true. Now. I had mentioned that this girl that I know was involved in a, well, involved in a relationship with a guy, and they go through this back and forth war, you know, fuck you, fuck you, you're a bitch, you're a bitch, you're an asshole, you're an asshole, the whole nine yards of any stupid relationship that happens. So here I am on this, uh, on my Facebook, I'm just going through all my stuff, going through my minute talk. Uh, Facebook page, you know, letting everybody know about what's going on in professional wrestling. I'm going through my Facebook. I was, uh, you, know, you know, just answering a few uh, a few posts that I see. And there was one that got my attention a little bit about, you know, this the same girl. I mean, she's just, she's loved, supposedly. She, she's loved. And then, about no later than, I would say... Maybe about two hours ago, when when she went ahead and she responded, 
And she responded back by mentioning the guy that she previously hated. And then I, I looked at that. I was like, oh, my fucking God, not again. And then, and then I read, I read the post. Um, Nobody loves you more than me, baby. Oh, God. And, 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 and I, I wanted to respond back. I wanted to say, should I sit back, relax, and watch the fight go down? Or, but but I, I thought, you know, no, forget it. I'm not going to even get involved in this because it's stupid. It's pointless. It's ridiculous. I mean, how in the world? How in the world does a woman decide to go ahead and say, fuck this guy, fuck him, I don't want anything to do with him, and then a couple of weeks later, you end up back in his fucking bed? How does that work? You know, it, it's like this. We, we, we have a lot of fucked up women. Now, I'm not saying that every woman in Corpus Christi is fucked up. There's actually a select few out there that have their heads on straight. That know if they see a man and know if they're talking shit, they're going to leave that bastard and put him out in the fucking road and she'll move on with her fucking life. That is how it should fucking go. I swear to God, when women go through arguments, they're not going through arguments just to prove a point. They're going through arguments just to get attention. It's the fucking truth. They want to get attention so bad. Whether they're right or wrong, they just want attention. Okay? Now, I do not have that problem. Not anymore, anyway. Because while one person is out somewhere in a different city, in a different continent, so, well, actually somewhere in Texas, but I'm not going to mention the whole de de detail behind that. I am feeling much better. I'm okay where I'm at right now, although I am a little bit scared. Yes, I am scared for my life. You want to know why? Because while the main event is here in Corpus Christi, Texas, doing what he can on his main event talk podcast... All of a sudden, every woman that's listening to the sound of the main event's voice are saying to themselves, Oh my fucking God, he sounds like a god. He sounds badass on the radio. I wonder how good he is in bed. Ten inches, ladies and gentlemen, that's all you have to know. But, <laughs> oh God, I just gave out the size. But anyways, anyways, nonetheless, nonetheless, this is the thing that I'm going to say this. To every woman in Corpus Christi, here's the thing. And I want everybody to know this. You're going to run into women that are beautiful, that are gorgeous, that are sexy, that are hot. But they also have a crazy edge to them. I've met several of them with a crazy edge. Most of them get attention by either fighting or fighting. I know that sounds a little weird, but let me give you the description. The first fighting involves arguments, bullshit, and whatever crap they have to say. The other fight involves fisticuffs, and somehow your nuts hit the fucking ground when she kicks you right there in between the legs. That's how it fucking goes. But nonetheless, here in Corpus Christi, it's very rare that you're going to find a woman that will meet all your needs. Others will meet the needs of others that need help, okay? That's all I can say about that. All I know, I, you know, I cannot get myself involved with a woman like that anymore. I just can't. I mean, why would I want to get myself involved with a woman that will not get over her ex? My God, here's the thing. If you're going to be involved in a new relationship, leave the ex out, okay? And as I said this on my, on my Facebook a long time ago, exes are exes for a reason, 
all right? And if you haven't figured it out, Dad, go back to the drawing board, all right? And here's the thing. I don't mind crazy bitches in my life, but sabes que? Get your ex out of my fucking life, all right? Please, walk away, okay? The front door is to the left. Go, all right? Leave it the fuck alone. Okay, I'm pumped up as it is right now. Now, let's get into some wrestling. Let's get into some things that are going on in the world of professional wrestling. <laughs> we got to get into some stuff here. We got to talk about Clash of Champions. We got to talk about some of the stuff that's going on in the world of professional wrestling. I got to say congratulations go out to Impact Wrestling because now they have a new home in the form of Access TV. And I got to say this... Um, I'm really, really glad that Impact Wrestling got themselves a new home, especially over at Access TV, because that should be the new home of professional wrestling. Not just because of the fact that Impact Wrestling is on Access TV, it's also the home of New Japan Pro Wrestling as well. So you guys get an opportunity to see a fistful of wrestling like never before, and holy shit, I cannot wait for that. Impact Wrestling is the new home of Access TV. And also... 205 Live, as soon as, uh, I believe, when SmackDown Live goes on on Friday nights on October the 4th, 205 Live will be no more, and they are going to go to NXT. And i got to say this, guys. Uh, I'm really, really glad for this because um, I don't think the Cruiserweight division should be eliminated. I think it should be moved over, not to the main roster, but I think it should be moved over to NXT. And to me personally, I dig that. I dig that idea. Because you got a bunch of talented superstars in the 205 Live roster. And the thing that sucks... How is it that everyone can dig NXT, but they can't dig 205 Live? It's practically the same when you think about it. When you think about it real hard. But I don't know. I guess there, I guess there must be a difference in between NXT and 205 Live. But nonetheless, 205 Live will be the home of NXT now. But that's going to happen right around when... Um, let me see. 205 Live will be done right around the time when... Friday Night Smackdown takes place on October 4th, so I can't wait for that. Could you imagine, like, some of the 205 guys going after some of the NXT guys? Like, for instance, uh, the, the Brian Kenrick. Can you imagine him going after, um, going after Adam Cole for the NXT championship? Ooh, that's going to be sweet. I mean, I can dig that. I can dig that all the way. Now, also, let's see if we can, uh, let's see if we got... NXT goes live. Oh, yes, that's right. Speaking of NXT, we know they're going live this coming Wednesday, or next Wednesday to be exact, on September 18th. NXT goes live on USA Networks, a two-hour show. Although, personally, in my opinion, it should be just a one-hour show. But I think, you know, to me, I think, to be fair, I think it should be a two-hour show just for that one time. Just for that one time only. And all i got to say about that is this. NXT will appear on USA Network for the first time since 2010. That was the last time that we saw NXT at all, but that was when it was a ridiculous game show. Now, NXT is its own brand, its own entity. It's, it's definitely one of the best things going on in WWE, so you're going to get a chance to see a two-hour show live September 7th, uh, September 18th, live on the USA Network, and you could probably also see it on the WWE Network as well, so maybe I cannot wait for that. 
the reports of Kevin Owens. As you guys know, Kevin Owens is fired. Yes, he is fired at the hands of the best in the world, Shane McMahon. And the word around town is that KO is headed to NXT. Um... Do I agree with that? Uh, that is tough because when you think about it closely, guys, um, uh, it, a side of me says no. I don't. I think he should just still be in the main roster, and this whole thing with Shane McMahon and K- KO really needs to come to an end, and it really needs to come to an end soon. But I think Kevin Owens going to NXT. I don't see honestly. I think he would be good to see. It would be good to see Kevin Owens appear on the two-hour live show that takes place over on the USA Network next Wednesday. It should be great. But Kevin Owens going back to NXT, you know, personally to me, I say no. But I think I should get. You know, we should give Kevin Owens a chance to come back within a year. At least. If he goes back to NXT, let him be there for a year. I would love to see him win back the NXT championship, but I also would love to see him become the North American champion. That would be something special right there. KO going back to NXT. Ooh, that's something special right there. Now, speaking of something special, let's see. As you all know, The Fiend has been given an opportunity at the Universal Championship. Why, I don't know. And it's going to take place over at Hell in the Cell coming up in October. He will meet the winner of the match between Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman. Now, I know I phased the question out on my Facebook. And I put the question out for everyone to listen to. And the question is... Should The Fiend go after the Universal Championship? And here's an even better question. Should The Fiend even get an opportunity at the championship at all? The answer is no. And I say that because, number one, who has The Fiend beaten? And I know what everyone's thinking. They're all thinking, oh, well, he beat Finn Balor for Yeah, and? And? You're going to give... The Fiend, an opportunity at the Universal Championship, this close to when his character is just being developed? Are you kidding me? You know, here's the thing, and, and, and I think I agree with Bully Ray, when I say that The Fiend should completely terrorize the WWE. And that's true. I mean, I think he should continue to do the things that he's doing. You, you got the attention of Finn Balor. You put him out for the pastors right now. And now you're getting the attention of every single individual. Everyone got upset the fact that The Fiend didn't show up to attack Stone Cold Steve Austin. Why the fuck would you want to do that? I mean, no, no offense. No offense in any way possible. But The Fiend would have got stunned real quickly at the hands of Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't care how scary The Fiend is. I mean, I like the character and everything else like that, but come on. We're talking about Stone Cold Steve Austin. Everyone's already jumping on the, on the fact that The Fiend should go after The Undertaker. And I'm like, oh, God, here we go. Already the stupid ideas are starting to come out. Okay, so you want The Fiend to go after The Undertaker. 
Oh, yeah. Why not kill The Undertaker now, end his career with The Fiend, and let The Fiend become the new face of fear when The Fiend has not done anything yet? And, and, and then, then you bring up Sting. And I'm like, oh, God, now we're, now we're just going beyond stupidity right now. What's Sting? you kidding me? Now, here's the thing. Kane, maybe. I, 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 I kind of see Kane versus The Fiend. We're, we're looking, I, I kind of look at it from that perspective. This is the thing. I don't want to see The Fiend become champion. I don't want it to happen at all. Because you're risking a chance. You're risking a huge chance to put a star like Bray Wyatt, his character The Fiend, you don't want him as a champion. You don't. I mean, what's the point? I mean, do you want The Fiend to become the next Brock Lesnar? Is that what you want? You want him to just hold on to the title and then only hold it on when he needs to come out? Is that what it is? No, you gotta let you gotta let this character, you gotta let the fiend evolve. You gotta let this character come out. There's there's a little bit to me. The whole thing with the fiend, there's more to the story with the fiend than meets the eye. And I think there's because we've gotta uncover this whole thing. Because remember. I like the character. I like the Fiend character. I like how he looks. And I like the way this whole thing with the Firefly Funhouse and the Fiend and all that. That's all tremendous. But you're putting, you're putting the Fiend in a position where you think he will be the Universal Champion. And everyone's going to get a big fucking pop out of it. And already, everyone's already saying, oh, well, they're going to fuck this up because they're not going to even let the Fiend become champion. He should be champion. No, he shouldn't be champion at all. You got to make the Fiend become bigger than anything. He's got to be bigger than the world championship. It's got to be... You gotta use the fiend in 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 a way like you would use Kane or or use the Undertaker or use any character like that. And it, you know, here's the thing: it's appropriate for the fiend to be a part of Hell in the Cell. It's very appropriate. But the question is, who should his opponent be? Personally, to me, I don't think it should be Seth Rollins or the Monster Among Men. It needs to be someone. Maybe like a Finn Balor, somewhere like, like um, if I wanted to pick an opponent to face off against the Fiend at Hell in a Cell, who would it be? It has to be someone of a big star, someone that's on the Fiend's level, and someone that should take some time away from everything. I am going to actually go with... There's some people that will agree with this and others that won't agree with this. But I think The Fiend should go one-on-one -on -one at Hell in a Cell against Baron Corbin. Oh yeah, I, I, think, I think The Fiend and Baron Corbin would be perfect. I think that should be the match at Hell in a Cell. I think we need to get rid of Baron Corbin. I think he needs to be done with. And here's the thing. Um, now that we're going to get into the King of the Ring part and everything, 
I predicted that it sh- the triple threat match was going to take place, and here's what I don't like. We know that Baron Corbin is moving on to the finals, and he's going to be taking on Chad Gable, which, by the way, that's kind of a, a gimme right there because it kind of shows me now what's going to happen at the King of the Ring tournament because it's already been it's already been shown that Baron Corbin's going to be the king of the ring. And I look at it as, oh, God, don't let it happen. But you know what? If you're going to do it, go ahead. Let Baron Corbin be the king. Get it out of the way. Let everyone hate him. And everyone is starting to say that, well, Baron Corbin is a good heel. Baron Corbin, everyone hates him and everything else like that. I think the fans don't hate him because he's a heel. I, I think that's what people are not getting. I think fans just really hate him, and I don't mean in a heelish type way. When I think of of heat, when I when I think of tremendous heat, I think of of you know maybe Kevin Owens, you know, someone like him. Maybe Shane McMahon. I mean Shane McMahon has a has a good heel to him as well. How about uh MJF? MJF, that's a, he's a pretty good heel in his own right. Barrett Corbin I'll say this, he is a good heel, but he is not, I mean, you know, it's like people just can't stand him. I mean, they don't care if he's a tremendous athlete or not, they just can't stand him, you know? And here's the thing, if if Baron Corbin is going to be given the opportunity at the King of the Ring, if you're going to let him win it, let him win it. But also, I, I like I said before, I'd like to see him against The Fiend. Put that out of the way. Get it out of the way, move on, and see where the fuck this is going. <coughs> so, the King of the Ring, the final King of the Ring, is going to take place this coming Monday night on uh, Monday Night Raw as Baron Corbin goes one-on-one against Chad Gable, who will become the 2019 King of the Ring. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go ahead and say it because I can. It's already been written in the stars. It's already etched in stone. It's written in the fucking walls. Everyone sees it coming. Baron Corbin is going to be your new King of the Ring, and his career career will be more worse than Bar- than Bray no I'm sorry not Bray Wyatt Barrett a Wade Barrett you remember when he was the king of the ring what did he accomplish what did he accomplish zero he may have been bad news Barrett but he may have been the king of the ring but Savage get what did he do did he win a world title no I don't see Baron Corbin winning a world title. I just see this whole King of the Ring thing going down the toilet already because you're putting a guy like Baron Corbin, who you can say is a good heel, but he is not like the heel we want. Okay? All I'm saying is Baron Corbin's gonna win it, it's done, and then his career's gonna head down the fucking shoot after that. So what's the point? What's the point at all? Well, we're almost getting to the conclusion of the main event talk right here, right now. So guys... I'm going to go ahead and um, we're getting ready for what's going to happen this coming Sunday, live as it happens on the WWE Network. Everything is all set. Clash of Champions and the main event. Cannot wait to check it out live as it happens on the WWE Network. Let's go down the list if you don't mind. Right here, I had found out previously that we're going to have ourselves a triple threat match for the Cruiserweight Championship. That's going to take place at Night of Champions. The main event cannot wait for that. 
I believe the tag team titles, the SmackDown tag team titles will be decided. I think the New Day will be defending the tag team titles against the Revival. I think that's going to take place. The SmackDown Women's Championship will be decided as Bayley goes one-on-one -on -one against Charlotte Flair. All I can say straight up is, hey, despite the fact that Charlotte Flair is looking better than ever, and despite the fact that Bayley is a heel now, is still a babyface but somewhat a heel, I think Bayley is going to walk away what the SmackDown Women's Championship has hands down. The Intercontinental Championship will be decided as Shinsuke Nakamura with his buddy, his sidekick, his moronic stooge, Sami Zayn, go one-on-one -on -one against someone that I personally still hate but think he's good. I'm talking about the former eight-time Intercontinental Champion, The Miz. The Hollywood A-lister will get an opportunity to gain his Intercontinental Championship once again. Will it happen or will Shinsuke Nakamura... Put the Shinska on the Miz. We'll find out. The United States Championship will be decided at the Clash of Champions as the phenomenal AJ Styles defends the Universal Championship, uh, the United States Championship. I'm sorry, against the number one contender in the form of Alexander, of uh, Cedric Alexander. And this is a perfect opportunity for Cedric Alexander to put his name in the WWE maps, as far as I'm concerned. Cedric Alexander, him being in the main roster, I dig him. He's one of the guys that was a part of 205 Live, and he was one of the guys that I'm glad is out of the Cruiserweights and now a part of the main roster, and he deserves to be a part of this. This is a great opportunity for him. AJ Styles versus Cedric Alexander for the United States Championship in the main event. Cannot wait for that. The Raw Women's Championship will be decided as the boss takes on the man. Who do you got? Most people got the boss. Other people got the man. The main event's going to go with. If everything goes well, I think the boss may take it, but for how long? The question is, how? if the boss takes it, how long is she going to hold on to the title? Others will go with the man. Others will go with the boss. We will find out what's going to happen at the Clash of Champions for the Raw Women's Championship. Becky Lynch going one-on-one -on -one against the boss, Sasha Banks. We'll see what happens. The Raw Tag Team titles will be decided as, well, one of two things are going to happen. As the Tag Team Champions, if you can believe that, Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman will team up to take on the unlikely duo of Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. As far as I'm concerned, give Dolph Ziggler, give Robert Roode the tag team titles, and it's done. It's out the window. We'll see how that shit goes. Let's see. Also, the women's tag team titles will be decided as Fire and Desire go against Nikki Cross and and. Alexa Bliss, and uh, all I can say about that is you might as well put out the fire and go for the desire because Alexa Bliss is the fire and Nikki Cross will be your desire. They will become, they will still retain the, the Women's Tag Team Championship. We've gone through all this list so far, and also we got Roman Reigns going one against the man that has been attacking Eric Rowan, I, I personally think that it's not Eric Rowan. I think Daniel Bryan has something to do with it. And don't worry. Everyone can play innocent. Everyone can play on the fact that Daniel Bryan is trying to remain, trying to get over to his old side. I see it coming. But if he turns out to be the guy that did what he did to Roman Reigns, I'll be the one that said, I told you so. He did it. He's the one that tried to kill Roman Reigns and his entire career. But we'll see what happens with the Night of Champions. Roman Reigns going one-on-one -on -one against Eric Rowan.
We talked about the tag team champions. Now they're going to go at each other for the Universal Championship. Seth Rollins defending the Universal Championship against Braun Strowman. And it's funny. All I can say about that is I would love. I'd love for Seth Rollins to hold on to the title. But we need to give it to Braun Strowman just for that one night. Just for that one time only. Also, for the WWE Championship, will we see this whole thing come to an end? Kofi Kingston going one-on-one against the Viper Randy Orton. All I can say is, Kofi, your luck is running out. And the Viper is fixing to take the WWE Championship from you. You had a great run. You did what you could. But now, it's one-on-one, and all you have to do now is beat Randy Orton at Clash of Champions this coming Sunday night, live as it happens on the WWE Network and on pay-per-view. So that's a list of all the things that are going down at the Clash of Champions. So, if you guys want to check out Clash of Champions, all you have to do is check it out live as it happens on pay-per-view. Or you can also subscribe to the WWE Network. If you subscribe, you'll be able to get this event for free. For, you know, the event is for free for new subscribers and everything else like that. So, I can't wait to see how this is going to turn out. You know, Clash of Champions happening this Sunday. Live on the WWE Network. I, st- I just paid for my subscription already. So I'll be able to get an opportunity to check out Clash of Champions with the rest. So with that being said, guys, we are getting closer and closer to the end of this podcast. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to this episode of the Main Event Talk uh, podcast. Uh, big shout out to, like I said, to Bruce Almighty, to his retirement. Uh, best of luck in your future endeavors, and we will see you over at Richard's Billiards on September 27th. The main event cannot wait for that. Knife Party is going to be playing over at the Dirty Dog Bar this coming Saturday night. So if you guys want to check out Knife Party as you can, go ahead and do it. Head over there. Big shout out to everyone over at the Dirty Dog Bar over in Austin, Texas. Big shout out to everyone over in Austin, Texas. We got some good friends over there, and not to mention several family members over here at Corpus Christi, Texas that live over in Austin, Texas. I should know because most of them are over there anyway. And also, let's see, uh, what else we got to look forward to if we can? Uh, we talked about Knife Party. We talked about Clash of Champions. Oh, we've also got to talk about, um, uh, let's see, what the fuck. Uh, I had this, I had the list in my hands. But <laughs> uh, Let's see. Oh, crap, that's it. <laughs> I have a lot more I needed to say, but I think I'm going to be done from here on out, guys. So, thank you for listening to this episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast right here on the Anchor app and right here on Spotify and whatever opportunity that you get a chance to listen to this podcast. Guys, here's the thing, and I said this before and I'll say it again. Right here, I have not come up with an official theme song yet, but this will be it. So, deal. Guys. I'm trying to stand up here again. I can't do this right. But anyways, thank you for listening to the podcast. Happy Friday the 13th to everybody. Happy Friday the 13th to Steve Scuba. Happy Friday the 13th to Hope Garcia. Happy Friday the 13th to everyone. Get your Jason mask on. Put on your slash boots. Get your big knives and start killing people tonight. And by the way, don't do anything stupid like stay home and watch Friday the 13th over and over and over again. Why? 
Because I can, and I want to, any questions enough said. Happy Friday the 13th.